Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the ISI Life podcast. On today's show, I sit down with Dr. Rocco of Rocky River Wellness. This is actually my personal chiropractor that I've seen multiple times uh, for various reasons. Started, like most, with uh, back pain, and then as I learned more about what he does and chiropractic care, um, journey has morphed into way more of a preventative and proactive approach than reactive approach. Um, and actually got to know him through my son Kai when he was an infant, uh, only about a month old when we first went in there. And I'll tell that story in the episode. But just very thankful to have Dr. Rocco on and know him and have him close by here in Cleveland and part of our overall health and wellness plan for, for Nancy and I and many of the other ISI guys. So hope you all enjoy the episode. Until then, stay sharp, everybody. Dr. Rocco, thanks for being with us today on the uh, ISI Life podcast. Excited to connect with you. I was, I was thinking about how we even got connected uh, in the first place this morning, and I was thinking our, our boys are almost five years old now, and it was um, it was Kai that um, <laughs> when he was I think like maybe a month old, two months old, had really bad reflux, and that's I think that's how we originally got connected. Is that right? I, I yeah, I believe so. I remember them coming in the office and. Uh... I think it was Nancy who was carrying them in those little carriers. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and uh, I think a friend from CrossFit had uh, had shared that she w- took her twin daughters there too, Jackie, um, and I think that's how we made the connection. But thank you for that. Got us through a really tough time. I think it made a big difference, and I think it's what started our you know our relationship. And um, you know, thankful to get to know you, and you've helped you know a ton of people and spread the word through our family and our business. So. Um, so thank you. And I figure you could start off by just kind of sharing a little bit about your, you know, kind of your upbringing, where you're from, uh, your background, family, and, um, and bring us up to kind of what you do every day. Sure. Sounds good. And let me first thank you and, uh, you know, your family for giving me the opportunity to share kind of my knowledge and kind of my experiences, you know, through what I've done over the last 16, 17 years. So thank you very much, uh, to you guys as well. Yeah, so I uh, I uh, grew up in Long Island, New York. Um, I left there, uh, went off to chiropractic school when I was uh, 25 years old. Um, so I've been um, always in the in the realm of of life in my life journey of really connecting with the body in a way that you know I never I never seen the reason behind treating symptoms, even as a kid, I remember I get the occasional, you know, the sniffly, the sneezy and, you know, go to the doctor, get your antibiotic, come home. And I would tell my mom, like, mom, I don't want to take this, like, or I would take it for a day. And, you know, they tell you always finish it up and I would never, never finish them. I just always had that intuition. I hmm. feel that I didn't want to take meds and i always wanted to heal my body naturally you know in whatever sense of the way that was at at that age but you know i'll tell you a quick story of where i am today and being a chiropractor and uh i think i may have shared this with some of your group members last time i was out there but i you know i was always wanted to be in the health field i knew i was so fascinated by biology in college i studied you know as a bio major study biology was fascinated by the organs, the tissues. And I was like, I'm going to do something in healthcare and, and just the passion to want to help people and help people get well. I always felt that that was my path. And I graduated undergrad 
and I was on this path to, you know, healthcare and I had put in some two applications to become a physician assistant and I got denied for the two applications of two schools that I was applying to after I had graduated and got my bachelor's degree. And you know, when God has a plan, God has a plan, right? So taking, taking away from that and looking and reflecting back on that. Now I look back and I was like, this was my plan or this, uh, not my plan, but his plan. And I did not get into physician assistant school. I happened to be down visiting my Florida, my, my dad in Florida one summer and he lived in South Florida and he has had a tremendous amount of, uh, of spinal issues and had some back surgeries and he was seeing a chiropractor cause he didn't want to have another surgery. And I was down there visiting and he's like, Oh, come with me to see, you know, Dr. Greg. And I was like, nah, I'm going to go play basketball. He's like, no, come on, come over with me. And I was like, okay, make a long story short. I went to Dr. Greg with my dad. He's like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. I just graduated, you know, college and I'm trying to figure that out. He's like, why don't you become a chiropractor? I'm like, "Eh, I've never never been before, you know. Um, I may have been with my mom when she was younger and she got adjusted. And I was like, nah, he's like, come on, I'll write you a recommendation. And something in my eye or something in my inner core just woke up when he told me he would write me a recommendation. Hmm. Like for me, for a doctor, like looking at him, a doctor telling me he's going to write me a recommendation to get into this chiropractic college. I was like, okay. And Nick, three months later, I was in chiropractic school. It was, (laughs) it was the most bizarre path, but you know, I've went through being in chiropractic school and people asking me, you know, what are you doing? I'm in chiropractic school. And even, even my parents, they would say, how long is chiropractic school? Four years. Well, why don't you become a real doctor? I mean, I heard that my early in my oh, career man. for so long. So, you know, here where I am today, I would not trade, you know, my, my license of what I do for, for any medical degree. I love what I do have so much passion for what I do. You know, the human body is amazing in what it can do and be able to tap into those, those areas of, you know, natural healing and health. It's, it's just been something that I continue to learn on my journey. And it's just amazing. It is unbelievable. I mean, especially now where I feel like in the, you know, we're recording this in May amidst the coronavirus, And I feel like people are learning or at least reading, um, a lot more about the, the body and the immunity and how it works. And I mean, just speaking for me personally, the more I learn about it, it's just, I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's amazing. And for me, it actually, you know, deepens my faith to realize how intricate and how finely knit, you know, we are all put together. It's just, just unbelievable. Oh yeah. It's, it's really. And every so. day, every day we can learn something new about the body. Right. And you know, like you said, these people tapping in, everyone tapping into, into this kind of realm and, you know, in the realm of life, lifestyle that I live, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm married to my beautiful wife, who's been my anchor, um, for the last 15 years. Um, my three children, you know, I have two boys and a girl, Gianna, Anthony, Brian, you know, they're nine, 12 and 14. Hmm. And then we take care of, um, uh, uh, my wife's niece now that we have custody of. So she's part of our family and our journey now, but it's, 
you know, something where instilling these beliefs of, you know, the amazing ability that the body has to heal itself and what it's capable of doing has just been, you know, this amazing journey that I just love living in every day. Yeah. Well, thanks to Dr. Greg. Thanks. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's funny you said that because not too long ago, it's probably, maybe I say not too long ago, but three, four years ago, I, I saw him at a chiropractic conference down in Florida and he, you know, he didn't know who I was. He, I mean, it, it was like 12 years before that, that, you know, mm. and I shared with him my story and he's like, he remembered my dad. And then he's like, I never knew that you followed through with it. Oh my gosh. And it was just like <laughs> an amazing thing. I'm like, well, thanks to you. It's amazing how, uh, you know, our paths are, you know, intentional. You were meant to be down in Florida and along with that visit at that time of, you know, where you were searching and just kind of boom, now oh, you're doing what totally. you're doing and help, helping so many people because of that. Totally agree. Totally agree. So, so cool. So in regard, I feel like, you know, it's fairly normal to, to me and my family, but, um, you know, in terms of chiropractic care, you know, why, why do people come in and consequently, why, why should people be coming to you? Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that, that, that is something that, you know, I try to answer every day, you know, to, you know, why do people come and walk into my office and, you know, why should they? It's, it's really understanding, which is not mainstream chiropractic, you know, and what, you know, chiropractors do and the resources that chiropractors have to helping individuals of not just doing chiropractic, but doing overall health and wellness um, for, you know, the community. But we, you know, why do people come is you know, most, if we're, you know, being honest with ourselves as chiropractors, you know, why do most people come see a chiropractor? They're going to say back pain, right? Hmm. But when you understand, you know, the, the, the body and how amazing it's designed and put together, chiropractic is like very simple to understand, right? So people, why should people come into chiropractors and, and, and get checked? It's no different than going to a dentist and getting your teeth checked, right? We could look at understanding the spine as chiropractors. We study the spine. We study the nervous system. And, you know, Nick, if I was to ask you what controls, coordinates, regulates every function of every cell in your body, there's one master gland, one master organ that does that, you would tell me the brain, right? And the brain communicates with the body through the nervous system, which is designed to kind of carry energy throughout our body. Well, there is a conduit of bone in our back, right? We call it the spine. The spine houses and protects the spinal cord and the nerve system, just like your brain is protected by your skull. Well, you know, what we fail to understand is that, and maybe, you know, it's some education we get in school for a few days of the spine, the nerve system. But when there is dis-ease in the body, you know, a lack of balance in the body or a lack of function in the body, you know, it's why, why are we not looking at the nervous system? It's like going out to your car in the morning, right? You go out to your car in the morning and your car doesn't start, right? You're going to look at a few things. You're going to look at the gas tank, the gas gauge. You're going to look at 
the battery and if it's getting its power supply, right? So the gas is your fuel like nutrition and the power supply is like your brain and the nerve system and how it computes with your body and how it regulates every function in your body. So, you know, when I went, first went to chiropractic school, like when Dr. Greg was like, hey, I'll write your recommendation. I knew nothing about chiropractic, right? And I go through these four years of school, understanding the philosophy, understand, and it's just, I wanted to learn more. I wanted to learn more. And just understanding how the body works, how God created the body. You can't overlook the nervous system. And through trauma, stressors, you know, injuries, what affects the function of the human body. And one thing that can is imbalances in our structure. Now, those imbalances can cause stress to the tissues that can cause pain, can cause malfunction. But the one area that the foundation of the principles of chiropractic is built on those bones, if they're out of alignment, if they're shifted, can displace and put interference within the central computer, which is the spinal cord and the nerves. And it can create a weakness in the body on wherever those nerves are going. Mm. And if it's to the heart, it can weaken the heart. Now that Nick, that doesn't mean you're going to have symptoms because in fact, many people walk around with imbalances in their structure and there are no symptoms. It's not until a point in time where you get symptoms because the problem has come become so bad. And that's typically what motivates people, right? Is pain. So right. number one driving factor is, you know, 80% of people I've learned are motivated towards, or, or I should say away from pain and only 20% are motivated towards pleasure. Hmm. We got to try to flip that mindset, right? We want to reach our God given potential. We want to be our best. We have to be doing things that are proactive, not reactive. So yeah, play, you, was, go ahead. No, just, I was thinking about Sorry to interrupt your, you know, the presentation. Uh, I recall one of the slides that you shared was just, I mean, the simple analogy using the car example of just the tires. You know, we all we all know that you, have, you know, in, should in most cars you should rotate your tires to keep them in balance. And if not, you know, they're not only going to wear quicker, but it's going to lead to other things upstream that you know that may or may not result. And to me, that's you know uh, a real simple analogy. But for some reason, we we tend to wait until things are, are kind of broken. Um, as opposed to getting ahead of it. And um, I don't know why that is, but it just seems to be the case. And hopefully, yeah, I agree with you. Hopefully we can kind of switch that and get move more to a proactive mindset than a, you know, than a reactive one. Yeah. The, the biggest question that I, I ask patients every day in my practice is because, and oftentimes I'll ask it is because when they are out of, out of pain, Okay, which brought them into the office because they've waited so long and they have all this, you know, irritation and interference in their tissues is would you rather prevent pain or treat pain? Would you rather mm. would you rather treat disease or prevent disease? And you know what the answer everyone gives me the, the answer, right? <laughs> I want to prevent, right? I want to prevent the pain. I want to prevent the disease. Well, then these are the things we need to do to do that, right? You don't just eat well when you're sick, right? You don't just do these things very retroactively. You know that there is a formula for health and God gave us this, 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 this amazing body to heal itself. We, we need to be taking the necessary steps in order to do that. Yeah, and we I, need to get out to the masses of the information on what it takes to do that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that, 
I'm glad you're doing it. I feel like you've, you've educated me, you know, me personally and, you know, everyone that I, I know and can kind of have some influence or, you know, share any kind of knowledge with them. And, you know, for you, obviously your faith and your health and fitness are uh, intertwined and deeply related, you know, in terms of how God made the body. But I guess for you, how are those, how are those two things, um, you know, your faith and your fitness connected? I mean, and for us, the reason I ask is the ISI, the whole idea of us even starting ISI was how do we not live in compartments? How do we not just, how do I have my, you know, faith over here on Sundays and then I have my fitness and I have my family and how do we put our faith at the center and how does it bleed into all of these different categories? You know, our, our family and our key relationships, our money and our finances, what we do for a living. Um, so for you, you know, how, how are they connected for you or integrated as opposed to compartmentalized? Yeah, I think, I think one of the, the things for me, um, you know, is that I, I, I really feel that a, a connection uh, within myself is that our body is our temple. You know, our body is our temple. And, you know, whether it's through me, um, for my patients, um, for my clients, you know, for myself, because I continue to grow every day in what I do is, you know, having that connection with the focus being the, the amazing body that, that we have. And that, mm. you know, I truly believe that every time, you know, whether I sit down with somebody, whether I lay my hands on somebody, it's, they have this temple and whether you want to call it energy, God, whatever, you know, the belief system is for whoever they are, is that they have this innate wisdom with inside them that if it's trapped, if it's harnessed in an area, how do we get that out? And I've been working that on myself, you know, since I've learned this connection and this faith that I have and the faith that I have of where I am today in what I do. But I just think, like you said, I think we do compartmentalize and in comparison to what you had mentioned, compartmentalizing in the sense of, I think we do that in healthcare as well, right? You have a heart issue, go see a cardiologist. You have a stomach issue, go see a gastroenterologist. You have, you know, um, an immune issue, go see an immunologist. When God created this body as a machine, as a unit, right? So when we are talking about health, when we're talking about, you know, faith, it's, it's all connected. And I, I think you, you know, you're so right when you say we can't, you know, decompartmentalize the, the body, um, just like we shouldn't do that when it comes to faith, fitness, money, and all of that. But for me, it's the cornerstone of my, my faith and the central component of my faith that has let me believe that healing is something that we all can achieve. I don't know if that kind of answers your question per se and what you're directly asking me, but that's kind of how I fit that into where I am today and what I do. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a perfect answer. And is it, have you always been that way? I mean, has your, has your faith always been a central piece of, you know, who you are and then bleed into what you do or, um, is that something that no, occurred at some it, point along the way? No, I think, I think it was the other way around. Hmm. And, and like, I, 
you know, being honest with myself, you know, did I always have faith? Yes. Did I feel like my faith became stronger? The more I felt I became a healer. And I think because I don't take any credit for any of the healing that happens in my body, whether it's the nutrition or, you know, the, the experiences in life that I, and the choices in life that I make or a patient of mine that comes into my practice that, you know, we get rid of their back pain or we get rid of their colitis or we get rid of their ADHD, whatever. But I've, you know, in the beginning of my career, I may have felt like, oh, great, I helped them. I, you know, I got their body to heal. No, I feel like all I do is I'm the facilitator for the amazing things that God has placed within our body. And I became more of a believer of that, the more healing that I saw. And that kind of built and strengthened my faith, if that makes sense. Wow. That is awesome. That's so cool that it kind of worked the opposite way for you. You're seeing this creation work the way that it was designed to work. It gave you faith that this is actually a intelligent design and it's intended to work a certain way. And your your role is to help kind of get it back to the way it was meant to be. I mean, is that not putting words in your mouth, but that's the way I interpreted what no, you said. No, no, absolutely. And like you said, I think it's kind of ironic how for me, it happened the opposite way. Wow. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Oh, no problem. So, um, man, so many places, I have so many questions, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I don't want to get, I guess, you know, super, um, super technical, um, in anything, but, and you touched on a lot of things already, but one of the things, you know, I think right now, um, as I mentioned, you know, this is record being recorded in the, the midst of the coronavirus, but one thing I think is people are curious about is, you know, in terms of immunity and pe what people are, I think, you know, reading and listening and getting a lot of information about what to do, what not to do. Um, you know, for you, I guess for you personally, for you and your family and, uh, your kids or, you know, what are the things that you're doing, you know, to build up your own immunity and what, what are some of like your top recommendations for, for those of us that are looking to just build, you know, as bulletproof of an immunity um, as we possibly can. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's, um, something that we have really focused on <clears throat> in our office over the last, you know, more so, I mean, we focus on it a lot with our clients, but in, in the, in the sense of this whole epidemic that has, that has started is there's so much out there on what you can do. There's so much, so many things that you can read and, you know, what we've been really sharing, um, is your choices. I mean, and I'll share some things in specific, but it, it boils down to your choices that you make in life, right? Your, mm. the choices you make in life is really what sets your path on where you are, your experiences. Um, but you know, it, it really boils down to understanding what creates a strong, healthy immune system and what can really assault your immune system. You have an enormous capacity to heal yourself. You know, you have that innate wisdom with inside of you that knows exactly what to do, when to do it. Uh, we just have to make sure that there's nothing that's interfering with that. And there are things that we can do to make sure that it's strong. And, you know, there are just like anything like gas in your car. You don't put 30 octane gas in your car. You know how your car will run, right? 
you put, you know, 87, 89, whatever your car needs. Well, there's certain things your body needs. And when you become deficient in certain things that your body needs, well, then that really sets the stage for uh, what can happen in terms of infection and, and what we're dealing with now. I think the where we're seeing this go is, in my opinion, Nick, this virus is not going to go away. It's never going to go away. It's always going to be here. So you have a choice to make smart decisions, keep your immune system strong, and, and you should be fine. I believe that God has put mechanisms inside your body and you have the ability to ward off anything that you need to ward off when it comes to your immune system. But your immune system's got to be ready. We can't have a lower immune system due to poor choices of, you know, drinking alcohol and eating, you know, fast food and things that are going to cause this, these nutri nutrient deficiencies. So I recommend for my patients, you know, one of the things that has been shown to be very antiviral is vitamin D, you know, simple stuff. You know, we don't get enough vitamin D here in the Midwest, in, in, in the Cleveland area. You know, maybe it's going to get warmer out now and we're going to get outside, we're going to get more sunlight. Um, but you know, when we get out in the sun, what do most people do? Put sunscreen on. <laughs> sunscreen hats. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the sunscreen is an issue. It blocks your absorption of vitamin D. So I've, I've told people that in my practice that you, I want you taking 5,000 IUs of vitamin D per day. Um, mm -hmm. you know, that, that'll help raise those levels. People that are more prone to these viruses are those that have more weakened immune systems, as we know. And these are things that have been proven to, to improve immunity. Um, I wrote up a, a worksheet um, for, for uh, a newsletter for the office, and I, I put on there vitamin C. They were using IV vitamin C in China, which was getting really, really good results. And vitamin C is known to be uh, immune enhancing. So it's something like taking vitamin C. So I have my kids taking vitamin C. I have my kids taking vitamin D. And then just eating a well-balanced diet. Um, you know, we don't eat the perfect diets. There's a lot of things in our food that we probably shouldn't be eating if we're not making the, the better choices. Uh, so just making sure that you're, you're eating well. I mean, that's the bottom line. Plenty of hydration, mm -hmm. good water intake, fruits, vegetables. These, this is what's building a stronger army inside of you. And that's what we need to fight this. Build your immunity. So I'm glad you asked me that question because that, that is one that I think in this time, we, everyone, we all need, we all need to know how to boost our immune system, but it comes to choices. It's yeah. And what, I mean, I'm, I'm always looking for the eternal optimist. I'm always looking for the, the, you know, the blessings or the silver lining and, you know, one, one good thing about that is, is the heightened awareness. You know, it's good that people, um, you know, myself included, people are waking up, they're learning more, they're educating themselves, they're maybe thinking about their choices, maybe more than ever. And, you know, I've never really thought about it. Like you said, you know, this virus isn't going anywhere. Um, it'll always be here. There's, it'll be here. So you can, what you can do is, you know, build up your, your system, make yourself as bulletproof as possible. You know, give your, you know, feed that engine and that, high octane fuel so that it's ready to race whenever it needs to. That's um, right. Which, which is pretty cool. Um, uh, pretty cool analogy. I love it. Um, what are, you know, what are some, I feel like there's lots of things to watch. You know, there's so many different things, food tests, um, you know, going, if you do an annual checkup, there's so many, you know, measures to watch on the, on the health dashboard, so to speak. But, 
you know, you mentioned, um, you had another slide, the, the analogy of the oil light, um, you know, being a key indicator that, Hey, you have a major problem, like fix this. Um, what are, what are some of the things that maybe we should be watching, uh, looking at measuring, uh, that maybe get overlooked in, I guess, mainstream health. Yeah. So, you know, that, that every day in practice, every day in practice, I come across a client at some point that, you know, has had some tests and they're very vague and their symptoms and, you know, tests that I would perform, I feel like we're warning them down. And I don't know if it's because of costs and insurance and they don't want to pay. And, but we really got to look at a few things. So when you bring up the oil light analogy, love that analogy, Nick. I think it's, it's one of my favorites uh, is when you're driving your car and your oil light comes on, is the oil light the problem or is the oil the problem? So it's like versus, you know, looking at symptoms versus the root cause. The oil light is not the problem, which is the symptom, right? It's the oil and we got to change the oil. So it's no different when people are having symptoms. You know, there's no, hey, everyone should have this test. Yeah, should everyone have a blood test every year, checking their vitamin D levels, knowing where their body's baselines are at? Absolutely, especially in the way of the world today with the food supply you know, and the toxins in our foods and everything, we should be looking and having our, at least our blood checked and blood markers checked. I think we get very um, transparent on the, and maybe transparent is not the right word, but I think we don't get into a comprehensive detailed look as if we're not looking at enough things to kind of understand the body. We're just, you know, check your cholesterol, check your white blood cell count where it's not a very in-depth comb through of what's going on, let alone if you don't have symptoms on what we should do, let alone if you do have symptoms on what you should do. And I think that's, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Just to uh, jump in. I mean, that's, that's where I kind of got frustrated the last, you know, a couple of years. And I think you and I've talked about this a little bit, but you know, if you go for my annual checkup, um, (laughs) basically if I'm not like, you know, having major issues, it's kind of like, you're good to go. You know, you don't have, you don't have high cholesterol. Uh, you don't feel any pain. Uh, you're, you're, you're okay. Move on. And I'm, and I just felt like, God, there's gotta be, I kind of want to be more dialed in than that. Um, that, that to me isn't good enough. That, that is like the reactive way of dealing with my health. Um, 100%. And, uh, and so, you know, I guess how can we, it, annual checkup isn't enough. Um, how do we actually go about that? You know, like a proper blood test per year, like where do we go? Where do we get that test? How, how do you, how do you do that? Yeah. And, and I like to backtrack on what you said. And I, in terms of you weren't satisfied with that process and that's the process, which frustrate, which frustrated you frustrates me even more because we, we put our life, you know, in front of a healthcare system that is like, all right, here I am, help me. And, and here we are just really not getting to the root cause. And I think there's two things in regards to that. Number one, we live in a reactive society where we're only symptom treating. So like you said, if you go there without symptoms, good luck on getting any <laughs> tests done of looking at your true health. I think there's a difference between healthcare, Nick, 
and uh, symptom management care. Does that make sense? Yeah. And in true healthcare is getting into looking at, you know, everything you could possibly look at about your health. And really, how much do you want to know is the question. You probably want to get to a wellness care professional, you know, that can order these tests because I think it's challenging. Um, I've found it challenging, you know, sending, you know, patients back to their primary doctor saying we should need this, this, and this. And they're like, no, that's not going to tell you, no, you don't need that. Nick, I've had people come to me and they go through, you know, tests and everything. And their doctor calls them, tells them everything is fine. They come in, they bring their blood work. They have all these symptoms. And I'm like, first of all, they didn't check everything. And second of all, you know, these numbers, they can be better. And this is what we need to do. But if you're not outside the normal range, well, guess what? If they don't have a pill for you and you're not outside the normal range, well, then they're, they're calling for the next number of the person who they can help with writing a script and going on to the next step. Because we live in a society of symptom management, mm -hmm. right? Give a drug, We're, have a surgery. Otherwise, yeah. You're, turn you're, off the oil light, turn off the oil light. Yeah, you know? yeah. You so know? that's, it's frustrating. But yeah, I'll, I'll I, answer your question in a second. I know you're still, I still didn't answer your question about the, oh, no, no, where do we go for these tests? But the, the thing is, is I found, and I continue to, to learn every day on this journey we call healthcare, we, on this journey we call health. And, you know, get to a wellness care professional, tell them you want a full workup of your blood. And I'm talking a comprehensive workup, looking at your factors. There's other tests that can test organic acids in your body to see how you're metabolizing things. We recently pulled in our office a stool test. I've never seen a such comprehensive use of technology that can map out the DNA of your stool. And what I'm finding with clients is that there's bacterial overgrowth, there's dysbiosis. You've heard of people taking probiotics, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which ones do you take? Right. It's such a it, oh, go to the store here. Take a probiotic. I have belly pain. Take a probiotic. We've been running these tests on people now for about three weeks, getting results that are blowing my mind on what really wow. oh, on what they don't know. I just had an 80 year old woman soiling herself, diarrhea, upset stomachs. They can't over a year. They can't figure out what's going on wrong with her. Hmm. Did a stool test with her full blown E. coli in her gut. Well, wow. but they have not run a test. So it's just really getting connected with someone that has knowledge on functional health care and the mm. function of the body. And what tests can we run to kind of measure your function, not measure your symptoms? Hmm. It's, a, it's a whole different approach. But I think, you know, for, for at least most people listening to this, I think, you know, I don't think people are in, you know, part of ISI because they're just on cruise control. You know, I think most of the, most of the people connected with, um, you know, I guess our retreats and kind of what we've been trying to do, they're really trying to optimize and live at, you know, an optimal level and not just, you know, kind of complacent. So, uh, I appreciate the, uh, the tidbit and I'm sure everybody else else will as well. So thank you for that. Oh, um, I love it. Um, <laughs> well, as we, um, you know, just, Moving off of the more, you know, more technical side, kind of back to you as we kind of um, start to kind of close down and 
wrap up a little bit. Um, you know, just on, on your, on your, you know, personal journey, uh, in your life, I guess, you know, what are the things for you that bring, bring you the most joy? Love what I do, Nick. There's nothing more than, uh, you know, what I get to do every day. And I feel blessed to have, uh, you know, an amazing wife by my side, spend time with my family. Um, you know, there's nothing more I love to do than to be with my kids, my wife and, and see them grow up. I mean, as you know, Nick, time goes fast, right? <laughs> I always said to myself, I never want to be that person. And hopefully this hits home with some of the listeners out there. I never wanted to be the dad that time goes by and you're like, I wish I would have done this. So I take every moment of time that I can spend with my kids, my wife, you know, to laugh, to have fun, to teach, to learn from my kids and learn from, you know, my wife and be a resource that I can teach them and make sure they're growing up in a world of you know, love and, and, and to give as much as they can give, um, as well. But I mean, that's what brings me most joy is to be able to give. I mean, I got the beautiful family, spend the time with them. And then outside of that, it's what I do. I mean, it brings me joy to be able to have a client come in your office, say you saved my life or you changed my life. You know, that, that's what hits home. It hits home for me and brings me the most joy. And I mean, that's why I love, love walking into the, the, the front door every day here in the office. That's awesome. Very cool. And every time you do that, it seems like it's, you know, going back to what you were mentioning earlier, but you know, it's building your faith up too. Um, every case and yeah. customer and yeah. you help. Serve, I'm thankful which is for really that. Cool. Yes. Yeah. I'm sure along the way you've been a, a reader, um, any, any like top book recommendations or things that have really been impactful for you? Uh, you know, there's, there's books and books and books and books that, that, that I've read and, you know, now I've kind of switched over to the podcast and here, ironically, I'm sitting here doing a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> so, um, you know, one, one book that I've always kind of turned back to is, um, you know, the, the, the purposeful life and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, serving purpose in life, I think that that's one book that, you know, share with my kids and, and, uh, you know, as I continue to move through the journey of where God has me and the purpose that he continues to drive in my life is just continue to, to hold the faith and finding that. But really it's, it's, you know, other books that I would mention to you is just, you know, health books that continue to, to, you know, fuel my fire habit and continue yeah. to learn and do what I do. Um, but there was one staple book that's kind of turned me in where I am today and finding my purpose and joy in life. It's, it's the purposeful life. That's awesome. You mentioned, um, you know, podcasts are there, is there a podcast that you're really finding helpful right now? Yeah, there's, there's a bunch of, um, you know, organizations and, and health management groups that, functional medicine doctors belong to. And, and there's a few out there that, that I really enjoy that I learn a lot from myself and it gives, it, it gives colleagues, um, the opportunity to kind of really learn from each other in kind of the midst of what we're doing. I love, um, uh, the doctor's pharmacy and that's pharmacy mm -hmm. with an F 
Mm-hmm. Um, you probably heard of Dr. Uh, Coming up. Oh, I was just looking him up. The doctor's pharmacy, um, Dr. Hyman. He's out here from yep. the Cleveland Clinic, and he's yep. one of my, he's one of my favorite. He's he's absolutely one of my favorite that I listen to quite a bit. Love what he's doing. Um, I've kind of turned him into a mentor of mine just from the podcast standpoint. But love love his love his uh, purpose as what he's doing as well. Yeah, his stuff is awesome. Simple, you know. We uh, we have his cookbook on our counter right now. We, <laughs> as we're cooking all, you know, so much more <laughs> at home. It's uh, yeah, he's got good stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks for sharing. Well, you mentioned, you know, that your your faith kind of came like more the opposite way, where you're, you know, came in like later in life as you pursued your, you know, um, career and what you do for a living. But is there a a specific life verse for you, or, or one that you know right now? right now or forever has been like uh, significant or meaningful to you? Yeah, I probably have to say one that, that I just, you know, every day I wake up every day I get a chance to kind of sit down and, you know, discuss a case with somebody to see if I can help them. It's just always remembering that the power that made the body is the power that heals the body. So when I think of two cells Mm -hmm. join and you create this amazing you know, human life that comes out of the womb, the womb. And here we are today, you know, with the ability to heal and and understand that that power that created that life, think about how amazing and how powerful that power is. And then turn that into, you know, having some ailment and think of that power that created that life. And I think we take that for granted. But that power is inside of each and every one of us from the day we conceived ourselves. And I just feel like if we can remind ourselves that the power that made the body heals the body, I think mm-hmm. that, that that can go a long way. So good. That's yeah, awesome. Simple reminder. It, it's always the, uh, the simple things. That, <laughs> yeah. that is true. There's no, no uh, silver bullet. I love it. Awesome. Well, what's the best way for people to connect with you beyond this conversation? Yeah, they can, they can, um, you know, look us up on our website, um, rockyriverwellness.com. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, you, you have my personal information, Nick, if anyone ever came over to you and said, Hey, I have some questions, you know, you can give them my email, give them my personal phone number. I, I have no problem helping out. I mean, my goal is to, to be a vessel of, of just directing people, educating people, so, you know, they can reach me through my website. They can reach me through you. You can share my personal information. Uh, I'm very open, awesome. transparent. So I have no problem with if anyone I connect with and help them through you is, is like a brother to me. So, yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate, uh, appreciate that. I just appreciate your time, you know, and carving out some time to do this and share some of this knowledge with others. And, and, you know, also just on a, on a personal level, thank you for helping, you know, myself and Nancy and the boys and all the other people that are in our network that have, um, you know, that you've helped. So appreciate uh, following Dr. Greg's advice and doing what you do. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> and, that. That's good. Yes. I that. And I appreciate, I appreciate you and your family and all the support through the years. That's, I appreciate that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, would you be open to closing us in a word of prayer? I would love to. Would love to. Heavenly Father, we come before you uh, this afternoon, this beautiful Friday afternoon, and we just uh, thank you. We thank you for everything that you instill in our lives, Lord. We thank you for all the the things that we have and the love that we have for each other that you pour upon us uh, each and every day. 
you know, this, this uh, pandemic time, Lord, we know these are tough times for a lot of individuals. And we just ask for your guidance and your lending light, Lord, that, that, that you will bring us healing, that you will bring us, you know, everything that we need to provide for our families and move forward with the life that, that is most purposeful to you, Lord. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Yeah, thanks.